and good morning. It is around 8.15. I'm here with Claudie. This is Marie. We are going to talk about the time of day for exercise, eating pre and post, and maybe a little bit into supplementation. But for now, we're going to talk about the best time of day for exercise. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we do get a lot of questions on when can we work out. So today's podcast is going to cover the times, ideal times to work out. But it all comes down to when would you be able to fit your workout in in your busy schedule. So let's get started. Okay. Um, he said something really important, uh, the fit it in. And I wanted to point out that's something that we work with clients on a lot, making sure that it feels natural and easy and not like a huge chore or task. Um, the chances of success in doing it, if it feels like you can actually fit it in versus like you're rearranging your entire life for the gym. Um, so your chances for success are higher. We all know that exercising is important. Um, how can we fit in the exercise into our busy lives? That's the million dollar question. Um, like Marie said, you know, we do our best to talk to our clients and train our clients to work the workout into their busy schedule. But today we're also going to cover what science shows of what would be the best time of day to work out. So we're going to cover mornings, we're going to cover afternoons and late evenings as well. So there are many speculations that, you know, show that morning workouts, you know, are the best. But then if you talk to some others, you know, afternoon workouts are the best. And then you get to talk to the the, the late evening people that do claim that late evening workouts are, are the best. I can't sleep if I work out super late in the right. evening. Like it cranks me up. I could be up until two o'clock in the morning afterward. So I know that personally doesn't work for me. So many people say the exact same thing. There are some studies that do show that uh, exercise does not impact sleep. Again, it's a case by case study. Uh, not everybody is affected by it, but there are a lot of people that are affected with a late evening uh, group. They also suggest that you know, if you do something a little lower intensity in the evening, such as a yoga session or mobility, stability kind of work, you are able to sleep a little better in the afternoon. That, I, that I agree with. I'm talking about like the hard work that makes me feel like, you know, that, uh, that, that, that push, that grunt, whatever I get into, that will wake me up. Like whenever I played soccer, I would be awake sometimes after a, an evening game literally until two o'clock in the morning. So I don't know if that's an adrenaline thing, but. It could be, it could be that your body is so still so wired up and ready to go that it's not ready to shut down yet. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, everybody is different. Everyone is a case by case um, study. So like I said, a few studies have shown that exercise does not impact sleep, but also we have the real life scenarios to where exercise later in the evenings do, does impact your sleep. Um, so whichever works best for you when it comes to the evening. Usually they recommend morning workouts. Um, some of them say on an empty stomach is the best way to burn stored fat. Now, do we recommend working out on an empty stomach? No, Correct. absolutely not. Um, I've, no. I've had too many people pass out. Yes. Um, the adrenaline dump drops your blood sugar levels and then you 
a lot of people will pass out from it. That's never fun for the client, nor is it fun for the trainer who's catching the client. Um, so we, we always recommend putting something in your body uh, before you come in. Right. So eating something prior to working out in the mornings, it's ideal. Now we can be realistic and say, do we all eat something earlier in the morning before we work out? And the answer to that is also no. Uh, take, for example, if we have a 5 a.m. client that comes in, we recommend for them to eat at least an hour to an hour and a half prior to working out. But who's going to wake up an hour to an hour and a half prior to their workout so they can eat and they can work out at five? It is not realistic. So we recommend for them to put something in their body. Their body is starving from working all night, digesting whatever food that they've had the day before. So you need some kind of fuel. So we recommend for them to do something. Something is also always better than nothing. Right. Um, usually in that time frame, I know that I've personally been able to do some sort of fruit with, let's say, peanut butter, or almond butter, the other one. Um, there are different types of bars that some people can eat before coming in. Just because it's not a lot of volume mm -hmm. in the food, it gives some caloric value. And then the body doesn't have to work as hard to digest a meal before working out. So mm -hmm. something quick and easy to grab on your way in to the gym. Um, is recommended and everybody is different, right? Like some people want to know exactly what to eat and what may work for one person doesn't work for others. So if you find what works for you, stick with it. Right. So usually people do have elevated levels of cortisol and growth hormone in the mornings, which both help them increase their metabolism, uh, which again, as we said, draws more from the fat reserves and helps you burn a little more fat in the, in the mornings. But then if we talk more for performance, when is the best time for you to get a workout in? Um, speaking from experience, we've had workouts throughout the day when it comes to athletic um, teams. We've had early workouts because that's whenever they can fit in. And we've had like, you know, late workouts for different teams. That's again, because that's whenever they can fit it in. Um, science does show that working out somewhere between, you know, 1 to 4 p.m., you will have a better performance with your workout than you would earlier in the morning whenever you don't have a whole lot of food in your system or energy in your system. So that's something to keep in mind as well. If you're looking more for performance, you know, middle of the day may be the best time, you know, for you. When you, when you talk about performance, are you talking about speed, agility, or are you talking about strength, power, or is it across the board? I think it is across the board. So it's, it's all of the above strength. You know, it is, you're going to need a lot of energy to, to perform the movement. So it is best for you to have that energy stored or your body to have eaten something that day. Yeah. So usually by that time, most people have consumed a couple of meals, right? Whether it's snacks, whether it's full meals. Um, so you have the energy reserve from the calories that you're taking in. And then the other side of it, in my mind, your nervous system is more awake, right? You're not rolling out of bed, throwing on your gym clothes, walking into the gym and expecting your body to perform while your body is still neurologically tired. I know after my back surgery, it takes my nervous system a while to wake up and get moving, right? So I'm a, I'm a mid mid-morning to midday workout person. Right. So again, everyone is made differently. I personally prefer the early mornings workouts for me. 
That way I know that I'll get it done earlier in the morning and I don't have to have that in the back of my mind, always thinking, when can I fit in my workout? Is it going to be between my clients? Am I going to have enough time? If I do get it early in the morning, then it's out of my mind. All I'm focusing on the rest of the day. What is your favorite uh, pre-workout food? Uh, I would like to have something that involves carbs. So yeah. if, we're talking some, if we're talking about something specific, then, you know, maybe it depends on the availability and the time that I have, you know, with it. If I don't have a whole lot of time that I like to get, you know, some 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 hummus and, and, and bread in, in my system, a banana is very, very quick to get in, you know, some kind of fruits, you know, that, that will give me that, that quick glucose right to my workouts. So carbohydrates for your body, um, they are the easiest energy source for your body to tap into. Um, I could get into the science of it. The energy that's released versus the amount of energy that it costs to burn uh, is something that gives your body a small net positive. Um, and it's really quick for your body to break down and to use. And so everybody I know demonizes carbohydrates. I would tell you that my diet is probably 60 to 65% carbohydrates. And whenever I say that, it's I eat a lot of plants, right? So most carbohydrates, if you go back to the source of them, they come from plants. So I'm not telling you, for those of you who don't like to eat breads, pastas, rice, which I do, but for those of you who do not, you can get carbohydrates from fruits, vegetables. There are so many other sources to get your carbohydrates in, um, but carbs are the best source for quicker energy for your muscles and for your brain. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so then talking about during the workout, is there anything recommended for us to put into our system? Um, it depends on the length of the workout and the type of the workout, right? Whenever you start getting into that 30, 45 plus minutes, um, they do talk about giving yourself some sort of glucose replenishment. Um, the other one that people go to a lot is the post-workout, like the protein. Protein is meant for muscle repair. It's meant for tissue repair. So your body will break down the protein and it takes uh, the amino acid that's at the base of the protein and stick it in like a little holding cell until there's a complete chain of them. And then it uses it for tissue repair. So that's where you see a lot of people who think that they need to do amino acid supplementation. I'll tell you, most of those don't survive digestion, so it might not be worth the price tag on the other side. But getting in a carbohydrate and some sort of protein source, that's why there was the huge rave with uh, chocolate milk. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a little bit controversial because people, again, demonize sugar, but the sugar releases insulin. The insulin, think of it as like a little taxi cab driver to get the amino acids from the protein to the muscle tissue for repair. So you do need the carbohydrates, uh, which break down into your body into sugars, and then the protein for tissue repair, right? right. So chocolate milk is still a really good post-workout drink. It's got your carbs, your fats, and your proteins. Right, right. And it's fairly inexpensive for so many uh, different people as well. Yes. Um, I know that, you know, with some of the schools that I worked with, we did not have the budget to buy all of the fancy protein shakes for, uh, for after workouts. So what was our go-to was chocolate milk. Chocolate milk, mm -hmm. right. Um, for those of you who have sensitive stomachs, there are lactose-free chocolate milks. Um, I know that we've found a few of those, so they're out there. 
just do a little bit of research and look for it. The other side with uh, supplementation, make sure that you're getting something that has like a banned substance free certification on it. Supplements are not FDA regulated. Uh, the FDA can ban them once they've killed enough people and then what uh, all the supplement company has to do is change the chemical structure and they can re-release it. So supplements can either be helpful or harmful. Um, I typically recommend getting what you need from food, but definitely do your research on supplements before you buy them. And if you don't know, you can always ask a professional because that's what we do. And I am not here to plug a supplement to be better than anything else. Just make sure you're looking for good, high quality supplementation if you do choose to supplement your diet. Right. So that's uh, then we go right into post-workout meals. Uh, the, the good time to get something in your system is they do recommend within 30 minutes of your workout. Again, your body is craving, is begging you to put something you know in it, especially after a hard workout. Um, so that's usually like you know the sweet time prior to like you know within 30 minutes. Uh, do we all have time for that? You know, sometimes we don't. So whenever you can get it, something in a system is always always better than nothing. Yeah. So then we go to what is going to be a good post-workout meal. Um, so depending upon when you're working out, right, meals should have all three macronutrients, your carbs, your fats, your proteins. Um, I know I'm a big fan of sandwiches. Right, if it's in the middle of the day, sandwiches usually I can fit all, all three of those things in it. Mm -hmm. They're quick, they're easy to make. And then the other side that I can do there is I can grab, you know, some veggies if I need some more vegetables on it. And I just look at that for the color, right? You want color equals vitamins in the uh, fruit and vegetable world. And those help your tissues repair at a different rate. But you know, look at look at your entire meal. You want to make sure that you have carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, and that is your ideal post-workout meal. Right. So the purpose of this podcast is to bring you real-life scenarios and not made-up scenarios as of to where we would have a personal chef waiting for us at home. As soon as we're <laughs> done with our workout, they're waiting with a meal right there for us to eat. So, yes, convenience is going to be key. What do you have? That you're disposable at the time so if you're going to work right after what can you do in the middle of as soon as you're done with the workout by the time you get to work that what could be can keep, in? keep a bar handy right? right so if you know that your life is busy um do i expect you to go home cook yourself something absolutely not um there are a lot of meal prep companies if you have a hard time managing um cooking into your schedule on top of everything else you have in. So if you do that research in your area, if you look up local meal prep companies, a lot of them are pre-made, they're pre-portioned, and they're, you know, packaged ready to go for you to be able to grab, heat it up, and eat. Mm -hmm. um, but keeping, keeping things like bars, shakes, anything that's easy to grab on hand. I know that I'm a fan of trail mix because that's another easy, especially in here, right? Working super long hours. It's easy for us and convenient for us to have ready to go food, right? Right. I know everyone makes fun of my lunchbox of how big it is, but I've got to fit in small 
like in a meal, small fruits that I can eat in between clients. So as soon as I'm done with one client, go wash my hands and come, you know, eat a tangerine, you know, go back and you know, come eat an apple, you know, whatever time I have that allows me, if I have a little more time, then I can sit down and eat my hummus. So it all <laughs> depends on the time that I have in between. So same thing, you know, should be for everyone out there. Figure out what time do you have it? What could you fit in? And and then what can you keep on hand, right? Like so many people want to tell, you know, want, want us to give them the perfect answer of what the perfect day of food looks like. And I'm not here to say food looks good or bad. Food doesn't have a moral compass. It's really about what can you keep on hand? Are you getting the nourishment that your body needs? And if not, what adjustments do we need to make? Because overhauls don't usually work. And Claudia's right, everybody um, usually picks on them because they're like, you're always eating. Well, he's here for very long hours and he's, he's coming in prepared for the day that he has. So if you can set yourself up for success and plan ahead and even look at your week, right? Like look at your schedule and say, this is whenever I need to get food in and then go into your days prepared. You will find that it's far easier in my mind versus trying to figure it out as you go along. What would you say about that? Right. So always pre-plan when it comes to meals and also workouts. So we are always going to recap to like, you know, the, the time of day and also like, you know, the, the day of the week as well. Um, there's no certain time of, you know, we have so many clients come to us and they ask us, you know, what's the, how many times a week, you know, it, it is best recommended for us to work out. Well, for you is whatever you can fit in at the time. If I tell you that we're going to do five days a week and your schedule only allows two times a week, it is not a realistic goal for us to, to, to set for you. So always set something that it will be realistic for you to work out. Yeah. And also look at the week, like Marie said, look at how busy you are throughout that week and then see where you can fit in your meals. You fit it in and then think about, I'm, you know, I'm big on adding in, right? So most people, whenever they come in, like he said, if they ask us, how many days should I be doing this? And it's like, that's not, we can make recommendations, but you should be doing it the amount of times that you can successfully accomplish. And then if you find yourself with some extra time, that's when we add in a little bit more, right? But it doesn't necessarily have to be in the gym. It could be something as simple as going for a walk from the meal side. If you know that it's easier for you to wake up and have a big breakfast before your day, then do that. Set yourself up for success. There is no perfect answer because everybody's lives are different. And I would say the perfect answer is what fits into your life the best. And then how do you make small changes from there? Correct. So we always want to meet you guys where you are and build you up from there. Yes, we do. All right. That's another podcast and we hope you enjoyed it. If you have questions, give us a call. Have a good day. Thank you, everyone.